Sup everybody and welcome to Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm his wife, Deidre. Hey y'all. And we something like an ordinary couple, y'all, a little bit. With extraordinary purpose. Now she, now she want me to hurry up and say this so she can tell y'all something. What you got to tell me? Hey baby. Hey. So y'all, we was on the truck on the way. Okay, so that was rude. Excuse me. Because this is that good uh, watermelon double bubble. And I'm going to tell y'all this before I put the, put the gun back in my mouth. So we were on the way home today. <clears throat> and we was just talking. And I don't know what made me think of it. Why? I don't even know why I brought it up. But I said, babe, you remember? Oh, because a friend of mine said she was going to buy me a little night-night set. A little set with the, you know, with the, with the bag and then with the bonnet and the little cute slippers. It's a little pack that go together. Um, and so it's, you know, back in the day, it, you know, it wasn't called like an overnight bag for all my veterans. You, y'all know what it's called. I'm not going to say this cause whole bag. Oh my God. So anyway, I said, well, Johnny, they know what a whole bag I said, is. Johnny, do you remember? Do you, I said, well, I packed a couple of them. I said, do you remember when, um, when you, this is before we got married y'all and Johnny came, I was staying with my daddy. And so at this point we had two kids. Yeah, we had two kids. And so I was staying with my daddy, and Johnny came over to see us. And so it was about a, maybe about a hour, maybe a little less than an hour drive from where he was to where we were. And so I said, Johnny, you remember that time um, you came to visit us? And my, I asked my daddy if we could go stay at the hotel with you. And my daddy said, well, y'all already got kids together. I don't see why you, why you. You know, why not? And so we just laughed about it. And I said, oh, Johnny, because I was I was in love with you. And he said, well, I was in lust with you. I said, well, you didn't love me. And so, I, y'all, I looked like I had lost my best friend. She did. And he goes, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. You you, you hurt. Your feelings hurt. Yeah, my feelings hurt. Because t- I knew that I loved you at that point. And you talking about you was in lust with me. When we had the baby, yeah, I loved you. I loved you from the, I told you, I always told you I loved you from the beginning. I knew you was going to be my wife. But you didn't show it all the time, baby. Because I didn't know what the heck love was. I was trying to Why figure you out. you loved me? Then? I was trying to figure out myself. God showed me you was going to be my wife. But I was trying to figure yeah. out myself. You say I'm lying? No, y'all did. But, but you did tell me that you was going to marry me. Eventually. I was trying to figure out who I was. And then... You know, I got Run turned. After them other girls I got turned. I got. I got turned. You exposed me to the, to the meow, and then I was like, "Oh, this nice." <laughs> I don't even want to talk about this no more. Just come on, let's then talk about this. You exposed me to that, and that was something that took over my whole head. I was like, "Oh God, what's this? I never knew." That's why she was holding it for so long, cause it was amazing. I wonder if all of them there is amazing. Shut up, fuck. <laughs> oh, I'm a little dizzy. Excuse me, y'all. You about to be dizzy because I'm about to punch you on your head. Oh, oh Lord, I can't be messing with you. You got me laughing, but I want to laugh right now. Okay, come on, babe. Let's let's tell them what we're talking about tonight. Those good times, don't you? No, no. Now we do laugh about it, baby. Well, look where we at now. I know, baby. You my rib. I know. 
You leave me, my whole right side gonna just collapse. <laughs> I'm sick of you. All I am that, sick of with you. With that rib at all, that's just gonna be like. They be like, what's wrong with Johnny? She gone. My rib gone. That's I got the final. And then when you come back, it'll be like, I'm back up right. What you want me to say? Well, this gum got a whole lot going on, and I won't be able to do this. And tonight. I don't need you in here choking. Right. I'm sorry. Because you in here trying to do this gum, and mm-hmm. you trying to. Yeah. It's a lot. Excuse me. Sorry. It's so good, though. I'm going to finish it. You're saving it? Yeah, because I would be extremely rude if I chewed this right now. And y'all would be like, that is so distasteful of her. He to thought chew, she was classy. Chew that gum like that. He thought she was classy. Look what she doing. <clears throat> okay, we talking about my wife. Babe, hmm. come on. <laughs> what we talking about with your crazy stuff? Trying to get brownie points. At this point, it ain't about getting brownie points. What is it about? Babe, because I'm, I have grown up to the Girl Scouts. You get cookies. <laughs> I get the chocolate mint cookies and the fudge cookies oh, and the Jesus. peanut butter cookies. Come on here, boy. And you make it whatever you want to make up in it. And ever whatever I ask mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. I don't like thin mints. I like the Samoas with the with the chocolate mm-hmm. and the caramel and the coconut. And for every cookie, you need to be their nationality. You put the lime in the coconut and what's that? Yep. What's the song? There? I don't know, but I want you to talk just like that. I can't deal with you. The lime and the coconut, babe. We are y'all. We 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 sorry for procrastinating. We're not procrastinating. We're, not procrastinating. We, we're just telling y'all about uh, how he say he just lusted me. He didn't love me. It was a mixture. Uh, <clears throat> it was so, a mixture. It was diluted. The love was diluted. Mm-hmm. Now the love is pure. It's pure. Yeah. I feel that. You feel it. Yeah, I feel that. When I look at you. You don't even know how to twink your eye. That was Why right. your whole side of your face went down and then your eye went closed? Ain't you so, right? How you supposed to blink your eye? So, the sexy black eye. Let me know. Jay, look at me. Let me know which one is sexy. Is this one? It does not depend. The, the second one sexy? was just not sexy. The second one wasn't sexy? Do it again. <laughs> When you get them giggling and sexy, that's all I'm saying. Y'all listen, we we are talking about low self esteem and your marriage. Now, how sway? So, this is the this is I like this this subject because this is like a nuts a nuts and bolts of the relationship, the character, the 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 value, the worth. This is the meat. This has to do with the meat of the relationship because people feel like because you've been with somebody for a long time. Because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happens, you know. When you met me, I was I was thinner, had some. I was too. Had some muscle on me, you know. Had some stuff going on. Had you could see a little definition, you know. It was it was different. So even I would say even my. How can I say this? My confidence mm-hmm. 
was based off how I knew I looked mm -hmm. and the responses that I got. Right. Had nothing to do with what I had up here, what mm -hmm. I had in here. Right. I was, that's my, that was my learning process. Mm -hmm. So, you know, once we got married and stuff started, we started living this thing called life. Then them years started passing by. And then we had to, you know, make sure the job, I had to make sure I had a job, make sure I fed the kids, all this other stuff. It, it, it was times that I looked and I said, I got, to, I got to slim back down and I got to do this, do that. And yeah, the, the, the discipline to do that, it was, it was tough to do it. Sometimes the money wasn't right for me to buy the food. It was just a lot of things in that. Mm -hmm. But it was sometimes I looked at it and I was like, maybe she don't love me like she used to because I don't look the same. Mm -hmm. So I tried to really work on that. And, you know, I got some some possible things happening, you know. But at the end of the day, it was based off of <clears throat> it was it, it, it was it became deeper than what I ever thought it would be. But at some point in time, I don't think I had self-esteem issues. <laughs> By the time we had all them girls, them kids, I I don't think I thought a lot about nothing but trying to keep keep y'all in the house mm -hmm. and keep y'all fed. But I, I don't know. I think, tell me this. Did you think you ever had self-esteem issues in our marriage? Um, Low self-esteem issues? I think, I think where I remember having them was before I had I had Brianna sometime in school really yeah I I didn't because I was I was never like little little I think I was always around maybe 140 150 mm. but I always had you know hips. thighs and hips and my stomach was always small yeah and but I always like I wouldn't eat breakfast um sometimes I'd eat lunch and then eat dinner or I would you know, maybe like um, eat a little something for breakfast. Well, no, I didn't eat breakfast a lot of the times. Or maybe if I grab a little something for breakfast, I wouldn't eat anything at lunch and then maybe eat some dinner. Yeah. But for the most part, I was, you know, and then, of course, I was in the band and stuff like that. But I was okay, I think. With, you know, I still had some, you know, I guess some, um, some self-esteem stuff, not to the point to where I was you know, anorexic or bulimic or, you know, yeah. or, or getting sick or, you know, b because of it or anything like that. But it was just, I wasn't satisfied. Um, I think when I was really satisfied with my body was right after I had Brianna, because at that point I, you know, I lost a lot of the baby weight. Yeah. Um, that was at the time where I was most, you know, happy with myself. And I wouldn't say, extreme like self-esteem issues i think may, it could have been sometime in our marriage maybe while i was at home with the girls you yeah. know what i'm saying not looking as best as i wanted to look because of all of what was going on right yeah. or even i think one time when i was pregnant at one point i don't think i just well i know with the twins i i didn't know of course that they were twins until you know we didn't find out until you know we we were seven months yeah because i was hard-headed and wouldn't go to the doctor but at that point in time, I just, you know, didn't, I didn't feel good about nothing, much less, you know, myself yeah. at that point. Because your mind was on the other side. <clears throat> right. So it wasn't a matter of, I don't think it was a matter of big, like self, you know, self-esteem issues at that point. 
Like I said, it, it I'm sure it, you know, it crept up in there at certain points in our marriage, but not to the point to where I thought, you know, oh my gosh, I look like this. So, you know, he going to go look at other people and yeah. stuff like that. But I'm sure that was what it was just a few times throughout the marriage when I wasn't satisfied with, with how I looked, period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the, the toughest thing is you always hear this statement, what you did to get them is what you got to do to keep, keep them. them. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, I, I believe that to a certain extent because cause the person that you meet is not necessarily the person that that person is. Yeah. So yeah. you have, when you first meet someone, you meeting their, what they call it? Their representative. Mm-hmm. It's not who they are. Mm-hmm. That's why I always say when you take the 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 picture of whoever you want somebody to believe you are, um, and you hold it up, and then they they believe that you're that person, and then as the years go by and layers fall off, then you find out that the person. That's when you get the statement: "Is who the world are you? Yeah, what is that? Yeah. You've never done that before. Yeah, but a lot of times that's who you are. So the low self esteem in your marriage." How can you how can you have low self-esteem in your marriage? So a lot of people don't think, I guess they don't think about it. They usually call it depression or something. But what low self-esteem in your marriage? So that's like, say if if once you had Brianna and I looked at you and I said, you're beautiful. And then after you kept hearing having the kids, I looked at you and said, you're beautiful. What would trigger me to believe that you had self-esteem issues would be if I tell you, give you a compliment and you and you try to give it back to me. Mm-hmm. So if I say you're beautiful, you know, you're glowing, you this. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. I'm ugly and, you know. Yeah. But it's like I've been telling you this uh, since I met you and now all of a sudden you don't feel like you like that. And that's those are like little signs of of that. So why why would you say? And that's I think that it, it goes a lot of different ways because you can be you can think a person takes you take you for granted, um, especially if they don't cuss you out and call you names, and then they say I think you're beautiful. Then that'll be mixed mixed signals. Mixed uh, signals. Yeah. Let me give the example from the article that we're reading from, guys. Um, of course, we're on focus with the family. Um, tonight, and it's an article entitled Low Self-Esteem in Your Marriage. And I, what this came from is because me and Johnny was talking about this morning just how, you know, my my question to him was 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 uh, surrounding the fact of, you know, different people going through different things in marriages and some women that I talked to, because I have been talking to some women, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> getting, just, you know, asking some information about their marriage you know, whether it, it, whether it's still ongoing or even if it failed, um, because I've talked to a few, you know, different women, um, who I, of course I won't share their names or information, but they were very, you fine. Thanks, babe. Okay, go ahead. They were very informative about when I, when I, um, brought up the question to them, like how it, you know, is it possible? Well, what they were saying was different things that happened in their marriage. This one lady in particular, um, did you know what? I need you to. Uh, can you I focus? am. I am. Okay, I gotta stop looking focus. at you. Focus. 
And so she was telling me how when she was um, married that, you know, he would say different things and, you know, say different derogatory things. And but even though she was trying to be the best wife that she could be and she was, you know, you know, and she was trying to be the best wife that she could be, was trying to raise the baby um, with him, you know, cooking, cleaning, trying to support him, trying to support his dreams and all these things. But yet he was treating her as if she was a stranger in his home. And she was like, it, that went on for so long that she could no longer take it. And so we ended up, and so, you know, we, we of course, had more conversation about it. But what I remember, I thought about it over the weekend, and I remember asking you, when we when I started the conversation with you this morning, like, is it possible that it could be just him not being satisfied with himself or yeah. the uh, main, or him not having high self-esteem or him dealing with low self-esteem issues that because he feels like he, because he's not satisfied with himself, if, if the wife, his wife showed um, any inkling of being confident in herself and, you know, doing things and taking care of the family and seem like she has it all together, then here comes this bashing from him because he's not confident in who he is. Or and just bring, low self-esteem. Bring her down exactly. To, to bring level. him down to, you know, so I think and that was our mind, conversation. Yeah, and his conversation mind, was him, about that's him securing the that's him securing his relationship to make sure she don't leave. Because she's a form of control. Yeah. So if if I think I'm not all that, and then you believe you are, but then you act as if you are and talk and mm-hmm. walk as if you are, then I need to I need to bring you down to my level. Right. And yeah, that's that's, and it's it's men it's men that got that it's men that don't believe that they got the women that they have, it's it's men that don't believe they have the relationship that they have, it's women that don't believe they got the man that they have. Yeah, it's like how how can this person really want to be really want to be with me? Yeah. So you know when when he gone, you going to work and you traveling and you got to go to such and such and such. How I know you ain't going with so and so. And your secretary there, and all this other stuff. So, you know, instead of instead of trying to figure out a way to keep the relationship spicy while they're gone, then you worried about them cheating. So you playing FBI. Yeah. It's, it's 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 amazing what people can do when their self esteem is in a place, and then they try to find out if the exact same thing. You feel so much of how you feel for yourself that you. That you push it on to your spouse, and because you feel that way, you look through those lenses. So everybody, including your spouse, does not you don't trust them. Right. So it was literally, it was literally a, a one part of it that it was one couple that that he actually got in the trunk of his wife's car. Cause he didn't believe, you know, what she was doing. Well, he might have reason for doing. Yeah, that. everybody <laughs> feel like they got reason. And right, that might be right. the truth, but that's. I mean, if if you have to go that far, then definitely things have that's already. A, yeah, that's, that's, that's already problem. been stuff that's been going on in the relationship. Let me give y'all the um the 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 example that they give. It says when Ed married Mona, he adored her red hair and freckles. Ten years later, he still admired them. One evening, as he gazed upon her beauty, he said, "Honey, I just love your red hair and your freckles." And she snapped back and said, no, you don't. 
Ed was shocked and hurt. And he was like, I do mean it. Why would she think that? What It says, what could have erupted into a fiery argument turned into a heartfelt discussion between them, which the husband, Ed, helped her to understand. Um, he helped, which helped him, I'm sorry, to understand the reason for her sharp reply to him because she did have a poor self-image. Now, that's them being married for 10 years and him not realizing that his wife has a poor self-image of her, herself. So in that, just in a nutshell, what happened was she gave him the story of what brought her to feel like this yeah. all these many years later. When she was in elementary school, kids used to make fun of her because her hair was red. And uh, somebody made the comment, a, a very hurtful comment to her and said, it, I would, it would be better to be dead than have red, red in the head. Mm. And so she... Went on for all these many years thinking that her freckles was ugly, that her red hair was ugly, and more than, well, actually, this says more than 20 years later. Now you're married and in this relationship, and now you, that's deep down in you. And you're unable all to along. Receive. Right. And so it says in marriage, a poor self image is not just a private burden, but it can also harm the health of your most intimate relationships. Because if I don't feel like I'm worthy enough or I'm ugly or. You know, whatever all of those things can be, that can bleed into me not being open with you or me be not wanting to be vulnerable because that hurt place is still raw. And that's that's the core of what it is. Yeah. 20 years, 20 years later, somehow that's that, still relevant. Yeah. So, and this is the crazy thing. Although you got married, although you had kids, although you did all these things, let me tell you something. The one thing that I knew I paid attention to was your words. Um, even when your words were hurtful, I paid attention to your words. I've never heard you say, you know, I'm ugly. I got too many kids. I'm fat. I'm this. I'm that. Um, never. You've always had some sense of respect and value for yourself. But that was one thing because we had so many kids. One of the things that I always said was I had to try to make you feel special. But then it it was a I had a lot it was a lot going on, but I had to try to make you feel special. But when I didn't hear those words, I I figured you was all right, which I shouldn't have figured. I should have asked. Mm-hmm. But those are the things. These are the things that can hurt a relationship. You just you know I know now because I'm wiser. You know, as far as having a kid. But I, at that time, I didn't know. We was having sex and having babies. And I figured we was, you know, it was fun because we kept doing it. Mm-hmm. And you kept having babies. But it was taking you down a different road. Yeah. And then my road was I had to make sure everybody ate and make sure y'all was happy. But me making money and a job. So it's a lot of stuff you have to learn and pay attention to in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So... The self esteem, the self, the self esteem stuff is very important. Um, yeah. If you if you don't if you don't love yourself, how can I love you? You can't. I really believe that if you don't love yourself, how can you allow somebody else to love you? You were literally sabotage any. You will kick all stuff back mm-hmm. if you don't love yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's what it's saying is what I just mentioned a few minutes ago is 
Low self-esteem can prevent us from being open and vulnerable. So think of how many years this young lady or this this woman uh, put on makeup to cover up the freckles yep. because she always thought she was, you know, that that was ugly because wow. of what that was said when she was in elementary school. Yeah. Or the fact that maybe she dyed her hair. Yeah. So it wouldn't be red, you know? So she has kept... Had you know done all these things to alter the way she looked because of what she was told as a child, and that's what that's why she was doing it. Yeah, why the husband might have thought, "Girl, you look sexy with the hat on." Yeah, a girl, you look this. I tell you, I know, I tell you a lot. You you keep your hair bad. You keep everything about you bad. So I know that sometimes because I know your self esteem is high, I sometimes I don't say stuff. You know, I don't. I don't say how good you look or how fine you look. Or I'll say something like, girl, you know you fine. Mm-hmm. But you always tell me, but I want to hear it from you. Right. Whereas I tell you all the time. Yeah. And sometimes you. I tell you and you'll be looking at me like, girl, go on about your business. I be, you I say, get up. What in you the, was getting ready to say? I get up in the morning with boogers in my eyes and everything. And she be talking about, you so fine. I'm, girl. Girl, if you don't, <laughs> you don't know how to receive that. I be like, girl, I know I look a hot man, but I I done said stuff to you before like that, and you you said the same thing. This hair is a mess. Plan well when you know when I say my hair is a mess, it's a mess. But I still think you're fine. Well, thank you. But when I see you, don't know. But when I tell you stuff like that, when your hair, when you feel like your hair is a mess. Mm-hmm. You don't even you don't you don't say nothing about I had to tell you like two or three times before you say, Well, thank you, baby. But yeah. when you when you bad like this, and I say you fine, you just keep like when I said it earlier, mm-hmm. I say you so fine. You said thank you, baby. And you were that see that was a thank you, baby nigga. I, 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 joke I know. No, don't do that. Don't do that. I know. Don't I do know. That. Don't do that. But so listen. It says, we don't just hide what we consider to be flaws. We can conceal anything we dislike. Hurts, fears, insecurities, weaknesses. It says, one woman recently confessed she's afraid to let her husband see her ugly moods because she's afraid she won't be accepted. Because mm. <gasps> Johnny, Sleepy Johnny, I don't know what this joke is. I don't know, because Sleepy Johnny just Sleepy kind Johnny of surfaced crazy. maybe a few months ago. I just don't, I, he was there, but. I had him under control, and now yeah. he's, I'm losing the handle on him. He got a little bit away, but I think you got him together <laughs> from the last time I told you. I, that I've tried. Was, I've been trying. Uh, Sleepy Johnny was about to get his feelings hurt. Yeah, because Sleepy Johnny had, had kicked my wife and <laughs> while we were sleeping. Did y'all catch that episode? Oh, my goodness. He was just oh. getting out of hand. Now, he didn't. Let, let's do this. Let's, let, let's make this clear. He didn't kick me as in he was Kicking my behind, yeah, I didn't abusing kick her, me. Kick her. He kicked me gently, like go back to sleep and leave me alone because he was trying to. Because I was trying to start stuff in the middle of the night at three o'clock in the morning. I was I'm like, boy, you and you, I, I can't understand. You have never done nothing like that, and I laughed so hard. No sleepy and went back there and laughed myself black back to sleep. <laughs> Y'all, we 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 tried. We a little bit older now. Also says a poor self image can prevent us from receiving constructive criticism, which is actually what you just said. Yeah. Somebody tries to give you a compliment and and you, no, not me. Oh no, 
this, you know, oh no, this, this, this dress, this ugly dress or something like that. But the response, you're trying to deflect it. Yeah. But the response reflects how the, the person who's receiving the compliment feels. Mm-hmm. It's not, mm-hmm. the it's not reflected from the person who's giving the compliment. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it, you know, I'm a thinker. So I'm always thinking, you know, after I go to the bathroom, wash my hand, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, she still think I look good with all this going on, this bed going all different kind of ways. And, but I, I, this is what I feel. I feel like it's, it's more, it's more than a physical fineness. Absolutely. So it's not, it's not just the physical, it's the entire package. Right. Be careful to praise a body and not, the mind, heart, and soul. Be careful about that. Yeah. And and we're not only talking about self-esteem steam stuff with women, but men as well. Yeah. Um, this example gives the um the story of one a woman's ex-husband was unable to accept con- constructive criticism during their ten years their ten year marriage because he, he suffered abuse from his father. Mm. Um and it caused him to hate many things about himself. As a result, he felt threatened whenever his wife brought up any problems in the marriage. You know, he ranted, blamed her, and ignored her suggestion. Yeah. And so all of this stuff, y'all, if if not dealt with, um, can lead to these issues you have in your marriage that's dealing with the way you feel about yourself. Whether it's the it's not only the way that you look, but like this is given. Um, and a perfect example of the the way that he couldn't receive constructive criticism, and she probably is probably, you know, a little issue saying, "Well, baby, you know, um, well, why didn't you put a trash bag back in the trash can?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that blows up into what you what you trying to say? Right. I don't know how to be a man. Right, right. I'm taking care of my family. Let me tell right. you something about right, a man. Right, right, right. Let me tell you something about a man's self esteem, boy. Us as men, when I tell you we have this entire picture, a whole list of stuff that we feel like we have to hit these points to be a man. I got to do this, 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 and this. Now, I'm not positive where this list comes from because a lot of men don't even know who they are, Mm -hmm. their identity, but they live their entire life trying trying to accomplish this list. And then I'm talking about 30% of the time, they never do it. They, they, it's, 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 it never, it gets done. And then they die feeling like they was less of a man because of this list that they got from God knows where. Find out who you are, who you've been created to be and what you've been created to do as a man. Every man is different. Yeah. Every man is different. I know you say, men, and we ain't too far, too much different. You're different because you feel, think, respond, walk, talk. It's a reason why you're like that. Don't cover it up. Dive into it to figure out who you are. Right. And then be comfortable with that. Right. My wife fell in love with me because of this. I never knew I had this. I just well, actually, well, yeah, okay, go ahead. 
That was she fell in love with. I fell in lust with your She baby. fell in lust, but okay. that's what she she loves. Now she is in love with my heart and my mind. The rest of me, I'm still fine. And is. But that's what she fell in love with. So yeah. she saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. Right. And that's where a lot of men get messed up at. Because their wife followed them. Their wife supports them. Their wife you know, walks with them and want to see them do good and pull in extra stuff to try to bring to the table, resources, all this stuff to to help that dream that, yeah. prosper. But then we see it as something else. Man. Let me tell you something about my wife. My wife, I'm a visionary. I can speak something and my wife can grab it and put it together and bring it back to me. And because I know her and her heart, I don't. I'm not intimidated by that. Cause that's that's really something that I can't do. I'm a visionary, and I do have gifts to putting systems together and organizing stuff. But I can say something, she'll go pull all the resources, and I can put it together. She pull all the resources. She get everything, and she say, "Okay, this is what we got." She she wasn't able. You weren't able to do that in the beginning, but you can no. do it now. Mm-hmm. So that that's us working as one, moving forward, doing stuff. Now, because she's practiced and practiced that gift for so long, she's an expert. She do it way better than I do it now. But I can't I can't be intimidated by that. Yeah. This it's a it's a part of her calling to me. So once we start moving stuff and doing stuff. I I I'm like okay I know my stuff together because my rib my helpmate she got me so we go move and this is how we do it. it's the way God designed it to be it's not for you to be like she think hey stop bringing me all this stuff and I don't need all this you trying to control what I'm doing let me do this mm-hmm. and then you sit on the stuff for five six years then don't move on it thank God. For you help me. I thank God for you, baby. I thank God for you. Because there's a lot of stuff I would not be able to do if you wasn't here. When you move, I move. Just, Just like, like that. that. Yep. So a twist on this, or not per se a twist, but on the opposite side of it, poor, it says a poor self-image can also lead to perfectionism. That's the controller. That's it. Pushing ourselves to be perfect is a kind is is a kind of leaf, a way to cover up what we hate about ourselves. Mm. There you go. Perfectionism can make us as well as the people around us miserable. It says um, a friend told him he got divorced was the reason he got divorced. This guy said the reason that he got divorced was that he expected too much from his wife. <laughs> I thought I had to be perfect, so I thought she had to be perfect. Two, he admitted that a poor self-image and the inability to accept his flaws contributed to the demise of his marriage, mm. and that'll help kill it every time. Every single time. You want perfection, but you're you yourself. You ain't perfect. Right. How None you want something out of me that you ain't even, what, what you talking right. about? Don't park the car like that. Park it like this. Don't do this. Do it like this. Don't dress like that. Dress like this. You ain't in the Don't parking space. Don't eat like that. Eat like this. Let me tell you something. I forgot who we were with. 
I I completely forgot who we were with, but mm-hmm. it was a time to where we was with this couple and we went somewhere and we met somewhere to eat. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this or not. And the wife was driving and she backed up into the parking space. Now she was in the white lines mm-hmm. of the parking space, mm-hmm. but she was a little crooked in it. Now she was in the white lines, but she mm-hmm. was a little crooked in it. He went on and on. Why you part like that? You crooked. You you crooked. You need to straighten that out. And she was like, I'm in the lines. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's a little crooked. Yeah, you need to park it straight. Somebody go scrape up the car and somebody go hit this and hit that. And I'm telling you, they was out there. I cannot remember. You remember that? I don't. And I'm glad I don't. And I, I was like, saying, why didn't we get in our car and just leave? And I was like, this, so you, so you mad because she in the parking space, but she ain't straight. And I'm talking about y'all. You can see where she wasn't straight, but ain't nobody's going to hit the It car. wasn't a big thing. Ain't nobody. But they stood out there for about 20 minutes. And she went back to the car, got in the car, tried to back it up. And he was outside doing this. No. And I would have been inside eating. You moving, sir. I think you was I think you was sitting up by the door waiting. I don't remember that. But like And I, I was said, standing up by you and I, I was like, been, we, are, we are out here we, waiting on if these. That would have been you that day, good day, sir. Here you go to Keys Punkin. You can fix it. Y'all yeah. come on in, let's go sit down. You you already know. You be having me driving anyway, so. But lately, you've been handling business for me. I need me. you to give me my props. You've been handling business. Give me my P R O P S. And you was like, you were like, this joker tired. I'm talking about taking whole naps and stuff, y'all. On the ride, I ain't never did that. You before. ain't never. You have never done that. But I, I do. You was tired night. that night. Need a power nap, boo. I need you to drive. Let me get this right quick on this ride to the house. And then he get up and start. Baby, you all right? <laughs> you want me to drive? Don't let me swerve over a little bit, y'all. Oh, baby, you need let me, me hear. <laughs> right. You need. You I'll need me right- to drive, baby. You good? Sir, let me, I got this. Johnny, I was, out. there was a thing in the road I was meant, okay, I just, I just felt it. Right, go on back, go just, just go back sin. to sleep. Or, or you hit them little, brrr. you sleepy? Both of us can't sleep in this car now. Negro, <laughs> go back to sleep. I got us. Sickness. <sighs> All right, so now, as we always do, y'all, we, we gonna give y'all some steps to healing. If low self-esteem is hurting your marriage... These are some things you can do. It says answer your answer these um talk over these few things with your spouse to see if this is truly a, a big issue in your marriage. When someone corrects me, am I devastated? If your spouse corrects you, are you devastated? Like legit, your feelings hurt? Example. You need to park the car <laughs> in line. You need to straighten up. <laughs> he was devastated. <laughs> Yeah. You need no, well, she wasn't devastated. You need to straighten up. He but, was crazy, though. Yeah. But yeah. I would have did exactly what Dieter said. If if I was in that bit, I would have been like, hey, You would have gotten the keys. them keys and you would have moved that go car yourself. Go and then come on. Yeah. If that bothered you that much. Do I feel that I fall short of my own and others' expectations? First and foremost, I'm concerned about what the Lord expects for me and, and my husband. But I do remember my child calling me the other day. And do you know what she said to me? Mm-hmm. M- mommy, I'm, I've called you several times. What else? And you haven't answered. What else is there that you have to do other than to be my mother? Wow. 
And I said, I can and then she started busting out. You know who it was. And she busts out and started laughing. I said, girl, I'm a whole wife. I got work a whole job, got a whole two podcasts, and a whole hut. Your daddy, she, we was on that for a while. And she said, what else do you have to do other than to be my mama? She do expected fall me short? to be available. But yeah, do I, I, I fall short of my own and others' expectations? I challenge y'all, everybody who's watching this podcast to do this. Even if... Even if, because some of this stuff you can you can really answer truthfully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I I do fall short of my own expectations. I don't I don't. I ain't gonna say I don't care about yeah, but I don't care about other people's expectations of mine because they don't know my life. So they might have expectation of what they think I should be doing, but you don't know me. Right. So it don't. There fit. are a few in that circle. Yeah, it don't yeah. fit in my life. Only a couple of. Couple of people got the authority to even say anything about that. So, but yeah, sometimes I do feel like I fall short on some things. That's a that's a that's a you know a transparent answer. Yeah, but not to the point to where you walking around with low self esteem. No, right. So, are there any mistakes I make that I have difficulty admitting? I think we just pretty much transparent about everything now. We only, I mean, if we make Some a mistake, stuff. it's baby, I, I I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Them I apologize. Or or to anybody for that matter of fact, because y'all know I don't like to be stressed. <laughs> and I I just can't. I just ain't I don't got have that. the energy to put towards Look, nothing that's negative. That's our whole thing, man. I don't have real. the energy. If to it's be my fault, I'm admitting. I'm sorry. I did do or I didn't do something. But I apologize. How can I make it right? Or how can I make it better? Or this is what I do to make it up? Or just whatever. And now we I keep do, it moving. I do. I will say, when I do make mistakes, it frustrates me. It frustrates you, It'll, and you you own up to it quickly though. But you I, always have a solution I, of yeah. what needs of what you can do to rectify now, it. I am that person. If I make a mistake, yeah, like she said, I will I will come up with a solution. I will have everything in the bag. That's if I knew I made the mistake. Right now, but it's and the crazy thing is, it still bothers me. No, I'm not a controller. I'm not a perfectionist, but I'm a person who likes likes to do things. Correct and excellence. And excellence. But but I also know that when you start to make a bunch of mistakes, and, and mostly we're talking about work. Yeah. You know, that it means that you're tired. That's, That's exactly when it happens. Means. And I'd be like, sir, don't act like you don't see it happening. Yeah. Acknowledge it and get your, your butt some rest. Yes. Yeah. Last last night I got a good night rest. And today every decision that I made has been sharp. Everything. And I was I was really happy to hear you say that. Everything because it's good. been a rough. It's it's it's, it's I don't rough time. Yeah, it, I don't get sleep. Yeah, I don't know what it was last night. I think we went to bed pretty early. Yeah. So most of the time, it's not until you know I don't I don't go to bed till late. Well, speaking of going to bed early, we went to bed early, and you turned your rain on, and we we didn't turn the TV on last night, but you turned the rain on, and then I had my rain on, but then I was laying there and I was like, I don't want my rain yet. I want. Alpha and Omega by mm-hmm. Israel and Newbury. And so I put it on and it blessed my entire life. It blessed her entire life. And it blessed my entire life. And then I said, okay, I'm going to play one more and then I'm going to um, put my rain back on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on certain songs, the volume level might be one thing on one song and then you turn another song on and it might be higher or it might be lower. 
Well, the next song that I put on was a little bit, uh, the volume was the same, but it, it was a little bit higher. It was a little bit louder, should I say. And so, <laughs> do you remember that you turned over and you said, Absolutely. Babe, 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 can you turn down just a little bit? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Elvis, you are no, 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 no. No, Alpha and Omega was was good I at was mellow. Like, the one, the second one, you were fine with that one because that, like I said, that was nice and mellow. That was nice, but the second one was all I need by Todd Dulaney, and, and that was she, a little bit, that was a little bit louder. Even though I, I didn't bother know, the, the worship, I was the like, volume. yeah, I could do the worship because I a lot of times I turn scriptures on, right? So you know, we had the rain going and scriptures, and you know, I feel like all that stuff you can obtain that stuff even in your sleep, so. I'm like, okay, the music, that'll, that'll, that'll feed the soul. Okay, all right. And then I was like, ain't nobody can't sleep with this. Hey, what did you do? Ba- baby, that's what I was having, the conversation I have. Now, the conversation I have in this head is different when it come out of my mouth because I'm way, way wiser than what I used to be. So all you dudes who speak your emotions and say you ain't got nothing, you need to check check it. It ain't got to come out your mouth the way you did. You, think you it. said it very nicely. I said, me. baby, can you can you turn that down a little bit? Because I ain't anybody finna go to sleep with this. I I feel as Jesus music. I got that, but it's loud. It was, and I wasn't. That's why I don't. That's why I had to turn it off because I wasn't gonna go to sleep. Yeah, I was gonna let in worship, worship and for cry you. all night. Worship for you is it don't. Well, just about anything put me to sleep. Right. I can't even say. <laughs> he digresses. Let's move yeah. to the next thing. It says, um, do I feel I have to prove myself worthy to be loved? To be loved. Now, that's the one thing. Jesus. That's the one thing that I say I don't feel like that. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like the love that you have for me is real, is genuine. And it 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 never goes it it like it's never ending. I don't feel like it's gonna ever end. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's always there when I need it, whether I need it or not. I always feel like that. The love for myself. I feel the love. I love myself more. The closer I get to God, mm-hmm. because when He reveals who I am, I connect more with myself. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like who I think I'm supposed to be is not realistic. Who God tells me I am, it literally unlocks keys inside of me when I find out. So it makes me love myself more, love God more, love my wife more. It it makes me love life more. Mm -hmm. It it really does because it's like, you know, I serve a God who loved and cared about me and trusted me this much to put this inside of me Mm -hmm. and 49 years i'm still learning stuff about myself Mm -hmm. so it's it's crazy find out you don't you have to love yourself yeah if you do not love yourself it's it's almost impossible to love somebody else yeah love should not it it should not be hard well i ain't gonna say it. it should be tough at times I don't think it should be hard. And what I mean by tough is because if you with someone for as long as me and my wife has been with, I don't even think it should be tough. I mean, not, of course you, the until change. you get to that point to where you yeah. really know 
what love is. Yeah, the, I think the, if you don't know it, it can be it can be hard. It, it can be because hard. you don't know because what you ex- it is instead of loving someone and who they are, and even with the changes. Yeah, understanding life and people and things change, bodies change, people change. You have a child. You know, it's different things that happen. Right. So understanding that part and looking at that part through a perspective of love and out of perspective, she didn't tighten up and get back right. Um, you know, and like I, I said this before, a lot of times when people when people step out on their they significant other, it's most men looking for somebody who look like their wife but just a younger version mm-hmm. because they, the quite the thing that always said is she's changed. You've changed. You changed a lot. I, I talk about that. You've changed a whole lot, but I love all of that. And I have to pay attention to that and listen to your changes. But I think what, what men and women don't realize is the fact that that next person that you go looking for they're they're going to change. They go change too. Boop, boop. So if you don't got married three times to a younger your first wife, then once they start to change... Or your first husband. Because it could go both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's going to change. about it. They're going to change, too. And you done change. That's what I was getting ready to say. Sir or ma'am. You you done change. I want my wife to love every piece of me. All the changes. Every last piece. Every last piece. Do... This is another question. Do I sometimes feel dis... I disappoint my spouse in ways that are unforgivable. Oh, that's a whole trap to get into because you, the, the truth of the matter is you are going to disappoint. Yeah. But not to the, it shouldn't be to the, to the point where it's unforgivable. It may seem to you like it is now to a certain extent, you know, some, I, well, no, let me say this, not to the point to where it's, I I feel like anything is forgivable because forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for yourself. And for a long time, I didn't know that. But, you know, when you know better, then you can, can speak on it better. Because at the end of the day, I know that there are going to be, there are going to be sometimes in this covenant right here that I may disappoint you. Not intentionally. And that the same may happen. Well, it has happened. Yeah. For both of us. But... When you when you know that you're in covenant with this person and that I'm going to well first explain what covenant is well covenant is the bond that we have it covenant is the the promise that we made to God and to under God you know under God to each other to say that I'm gonna love you the, the vows that we gave I'm gonna love you and you know in sickness and health till death do us part. You know, all that stuff that comes along with the fact that we have this relationship and this bond and we do have this agreement Yeah. because we made it and we said it not only to each other, but like I said, under God. Yeah. And yeah, and we tell this story all the time that it was some years back when we went to a, a conference where we heard this um, um, bishop or apostle, apostle say like, and this was just just this was just a relationship, you know, in, in church. Yeah. But he was, but this, you know, it, it's the same for marriage. He was like, in this covenant, I need you to go ahead and know covenant is meaning I forgive you 
before the thing happens or I forgive you before the mistake or the lie or the whatever happens because we're in covenant and I'm here to say that I'm going to extend grace to you Yep. before any of that stuff ever happens. I don't even know what it's going to be, but I extend grace to you because we are in a covenant and you, you, you may break my heart, but I'm going I'm to extend grace to you and I'm going to forgive you. What comes after that may be something else, yeah. but, but know that because I'm in covenant with you, I'm going to at least extend that grace to you because I'm in covenant with you, because we made that promise under God to each other. Yeah. When we went through that time, when I did find out that, that, that something else was going on with another woman, mm. that grace that I extended to you, I know it was because that's what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know that that's why. I was able to forgive. Yeah. Forgiveness don't always mean that you forget quickly, but the longer that time goes on, I forget the day. I forget the hour. Yeah. I forget certain particulars about that that instance that happened, you know, around yeah. the day. I that that leaves my mind. Yeah, I can say it was right after we celebrated our 10th anniversary, but the the facts and the, you know what I'm saying? The the, the sticklers, the details that I could basically tell you the day, the time, the hour, how I reacted, how I found out, da, 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 who I was on the phone with, all this stuff. The more I allow God to heal my heart, the more that that stuff became way in the background. Yeah. Because if I carried it and said I forgave you, but didn't really forgive you, then it would still be here to today. And 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 to add to that, I had to gain your trust back. Right. Which means what I was saying out of my mouth at that time didn't have no value to you. Right. So it had to be what you Actions. saw. Absolutely. So what I did, the manif- the manifestation of that is what got your trust back. Mm-hmm. And let, let me add this. It took a long time for me to forgive myself because I, I felt I, I in my heart, I let my family down, my kids down, everybody, my mama, my daddy, your parents, you know, your aunties. I let everybody down. But God told me, he said, it doesn't change who you are. You made a bad decision and you need to check yourself in that mm-hmm. because the core of it wasn't wasn't me stepping out the reason why I stepped out no understanding no communication not i mean it it, it was a lot of stuff but in my mind i had reasons of why i did it mm-hmm. and they were justified when i was doing it okay you see what i'm saying yeah. but it was a decision right it, it it was a choice and though i followed through with a lot of stuff it was it was a choice I had to change my choices, but I had to start in my mind. I had to change my mind, my perception of who I was mm-hmm. and what I was a part of. Yeah. I had a family. And when the reality hit the where my family means everything to me, anybody who knows me know that my wife and kids to this day mean everything to me. Now my, my family has been extended because I got son-in-laws, I got grandkids. All these people mean everything to me, and I would do anything for them. 
But it came a time. That's how I've always been, even in that moment. But it came a time to where that almost got taken from me. I almost lost it. Mm-hmm. So the reality of that is so much more. Yeah. It it really made me search. It made me search and really ask God, like, I, I, I can't be that person no more. Yeah. You know, and that's when he told me, he said that you never was that person. You just made a bad decision because you ain't dealing with your stuff right. Deal with your stuff. Oh, your stuff going to deal with you. I deal with your stuff. But hey, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, that was a byproduct of it, but you ain't dealt with your stuff. So now your stuff not got big enough to drag your behind around. And now here you go fantasizing about stuff thinking it's real. That's what happens. Yeah. Deal with your stuff, man. Yeah. And the, the last question it says to add you for you and your spouse to ask each other, do I feel inferior to other people? Because of course that's another thing that you know, chips away at your self-esteem and mm. stuff like that. And you actually gave us the meat of what they're talking about next, Johnny, when you said poor self-image that has developed over a lifetime will not disappear overnight. But search the Bible and ask God. Yeah. How, ask him how he sees you. You you gave it and, and we hadn't even gotten to that part. Yeah. But it does say that, ask God, how do you see me? And remind yourself that even after you may go, go through all these things or have low self-esteem or have dealt with or or succumb to the thinking of the thoughts of other people that are irrelevant, that are not true, that, you know, you're ugly or you're this or you're that because they what they don't realize is they themselves are dealing with low self-esteem as well. Absolutely. And so they're trying to bring you down to where you are. But again... Search the Bible for scriptures about who God says that you are. Read them. Let them. Let that feed your spirit. It doesn't happen overnight. It won't go away overnight. But then you just retrain your mind. I think you said that a little while ago. You have to. Yeah. You and, have to. And if you need to pay our counseling with that as well, please do it. But please, please understand you pay counselors to help you. Give you tools. Give you tools right. to equip you to make certain decisions mm-hmm. but the ultimate the ultimate release, from release that. is from that. is deliverance yep 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 that's what that is you have to have deliverance from god which means that had to be cut completely off you yeah and your understanding of that's not who you were uh, created to be yeah so yeah. with anything else that you have in your life, whether it's a phone or car or anything, at some point in time, you can figure out how to work some things. Yeah. But at some point in time, you got to read a book yeah. to figure out what the heck is this button for? And then you find out it's for a whole lot of stuff. You got to ask God what you was created for. Yeah. Because all the stuff you've been doing ain't working. Yeah. It ain't making you happy. It ain't fulfilling you. It ain't doing nothing. Yeah, it's making you a lot of money, but why are you still sad, though? Why are you still depressed? Why are you still got all these issues? Yeah. See, it, 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 ain't, it ain't hard, but it's, it's tough because it's dealing with self. And because you live your life so long to do certain things, man, I'm telling you, you have this image that you fight with yourself that you got to keep up. Mm-hmm. And I've always said... The, the hardest person to convince of a lie is yourself. Once you believe your lie, 
then you live that thing out. Yeah. Looking crazy. And everybody know it's not real. But you live in that fantasy because you've taken that and you've swallowed it and digested so much to where you believe it. It's not who you are. The only way you're going to find out who you are is you go to God. So, yeah, he put he puts people to help you counsel, to give to get you equipped, to give you tools to use because you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. You just can't go to a church service or, or listen to this podcast and be like, okay, I, he right, they right, that's good. So I need to figure out, I'm going to stop doing that. That ain't how it works because if that's how you do it, you give yourself about a, a week. You'll be back doing it. But yeah, you got to have tools to, to put in place. Tools. And yeah. you have to get delivered from that stuff, which means you got to, you got to be transparent and lie before God, give your life to him. And then allow him to do that surgery on you. Cut that stuff off. Go to the one who created you. And just like my wife said, at some point in time, that stuff will start leaving. It didn't go all at once, but it'll start start because it has no place in what you have now. Mm-hmm. You can hold on to it, but it'll contaminate you. You won't even with that because you'll still be staying that same person stuck. In whatever year that were that had that event or trauma or whatever happened, that'll be giving you that new wine skin for you to put the new wine in, and you trying to put that old wine in it. That's that's what that'll be. Yeah, that that's what that'll be, and now you diluting it, and you you making it the way it's, it's not strong to move the way it needs to move to to grow, to to evolve. It's 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 not. It's going half the speed, a quarter of the speed, because you done diluted trying to bring this old wine skin and talk about that old stuff. Yep. As we wrap it up, guys, the 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 last part of this is give grace, which I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, because in marriages, there are personal flaws that are exposed between husbands and wives and things that insecurities and all of these things that do become exposed in true relationships where people truly are have shedded all those layers you're gonna find out things about your spouse that you may like or you may not like you know insecurities all type of things flaws and everything but you know as we stated before as i stated before when i mentioned grace you know i was able to extend that grace because all of the graces that God has extended to me, you know, I'm like, how can I not? You know, not that I wanted to readily, but, you know, the same thing that, I, you know, I the grace that I extended, it gives the same example in here that the gentleman, the gentleman who they're talking about in here, he extended grace to his wife, even though she snapped at him, snapped back, snapped, snapped back at him when he was just trying to encourage her and you know yeah. uh, compliment her because she was his wife and he really did feel she was beautiful but even after all these years that hurt from that little girl and her was still inside and had never been dealt with that he never knew that about. he never knew about and so what he was able to do instead of jumping back at her and that blowing up into something that lasted for days or weeks he merely took the time to extend grace to her and say baby you know tell me how you feel yeah like sh- tell me Tell me what made you feel like your red hair is not beautiful or your freckles are not beautiful, beautiful, and you cover them or you color your hair. Let's get to what's really going on about it. And, uh, you know, I'll take it 
even further. Pray about it. Then, you know, after y'all talk about it, pray about it and ask God to, you know, help to heal those wounds in your wife or your husband that haven't been dealt with so that you all can reach a, a more, um, you know, a, a deeper intimacy between you and your spouse. And strengthen because, your relationship. Yeah, because it's hard to do that when there's this wall up because of things that have been brought on that, you know, either she never dealt with it. Some people try to deal with it, but then it becomes too hard. Cause like you said, you know, one of the, the hardest thing to do is deal with yourself. Change it. So you, you know, you put it to the back burner or you try to put it out of your mind. But then years later, when you're an adult in a whole full fledged relationship, a marriage, probably with kids involved. Now you hear battling this and wonder why you can't be deep with your spouse or why you can't be intimate with your spouse or, you know, you can fake the phone, but there's not true, true, true intimacy with your spouse. It says God can use what is difficult and even painful to restore intimacy. When couples allow their weaknesses to show and receive one another with grace and compassion, God can use it for good. If you don't have those elements in your marriage, you, I mean, you're, you're doomed to have issues throughout the matter, throughout your marital life and through your, through your marital relationship. And I think what helps us on a daily basis is you're not afraid to be who you are in front of me at all. The good, the bad, ugly, indifferent failures, flaws, whatever. It, it is what it is. And I'm the, and it's vice versa. I'm, I can completely and totally be myself. I find myself calling you at times and saying, babe, this is what happened. And I don't know how to deal with this. Or babe, this happened. And I feel like I'm about to come out the side of my mouth like crazy. Yeah. And then and you I'm quickly, there for you. And I'm, <laughs> you quickly say to me, you don't judge me saying, girl, you can't act like that. Because, you know, what are, what are people going to think about you if you yeah. act like that? Or whatever. I remember a situation that did happen. And you quickly told me we were texting because I was in a meeting. Mm-hmm. And you quickly told me, babe, just, you know, just step back for a minute. Take a minute and breathe and analyze the situation because it may not be what you think it is. Yeah. So before you respond out of your emotions, take a step back, take a breather, just, you know, get out your head. Yeah. And give yourself time enough to think about what the scenario and could possibly be. And listen to everything be. the person got to right. say. Right. Because right. a lot of times, people delivery ain't the best. Yeah. It, it's just not the best. And they go all the way around the whole city before they get to the point. All That probably would have took like five, ten minutes. Yeah. So, I, I you know, we understand that in a, in, a, in a relationship, when you first get together, that you're not going to be 100% truthful right. with everybody. You, you have those triggers that you might say to make somebody say "Ooh, i mean they really being honest with me girl they Mm. told me such and such and such i got that part but at the end of the day you never reveal who you really are to a person that you to anybody so when you get married there are layers that come off yeah there are layers that come off that you know about there are layers that that you ain't even know was there right so the one thing I, I say is allow the layers to fall off. And we will say to communicate, talk about it. Because for years, I thought my wife, I wasn't enough for her. I wasn't the man sh- that she needed because she cried. 
I, I worked all the time, made sure I took care of the house. But every time I try to have a conversation with her, it just went all the, well, come to find out my wife was in some type of depression because she had five kids and she was a kid and she knew who she was. But we didn't find out about that till years later because that's when we talked. We had a conversation. She didn't find out that I, she, it was never that she didn't love me. She didn't know who she was. Whereas I thought something different, but because we were thinking completely different things and never had a conversation. Never. We just never. And then when we did, it changed everything. Because now that hole I thought I had in my heart that I couldn't please her and I got this family with her. And what I'm supposed to do with all these kids? And you know, if I divorce her and we go, but I need to let her go and be who, who she need to be with. He and then, never leaving y'all. No, I wasn't going nowhere. We'd all three of us have been staying, me, her new husband, and all of us. And I'd, anyway, that's a whole nother. But the conversation was never had. Why aren't you talking to your spouse? This is the person say you say you're going to spend the rest of your life with. You love. This is it. You will start a family. And you're doing all these intimate, transparent things like having kids, making love, doing all this stuff. But you won't tell them that one thing. Me, us having conversations that are deep. It takes the power from anything else to try to come in. And put space in between us. Put put it, it just takes the power from it. Me and me and Dita literally learn something new every day about each other. Just through conversation. Ain't, ain't nobody knew about Sleepy Johnny. Had this joker go. Go to sleep. It's time for us to go, y'all. <laughs> it's time to go. Talk. We just want y'all to be great and have great marriages be, and have great families and have a great, you know. Marriage is great. Just be great. It's it's a great thing. And having it is, why you got, why you got this amazing luxury car and you don't know how it worked? Why you got this? amazing tool that God created for us and you have no idea how all of it works. You don't even know And you're miserable and you're not who trying you to are. find out how it works. But you in your head having all these conversations and coming up with all this different stuff. I'm telling you. We are telling you. And yeah, it's a process. It takes time. Absolutely. You ain't gonna do it today because you listening to this podcast. But we telling you thirty it can years get you over, on your way. Over thirty years of experience. You want to know how we get here? We talk about everything in every area, in every situation. Yeah. Mm -mm, I don't want it like that. Do it like this. We need to go. I don't like that. We about to go. I don't like that. We about to go. To do the I other hope side. this helps y'all. Y'all please go to our website, momentswiththemobiles.com. And you can find out all things Mobley's. All Go things. to YouTube. Subscribe. Moments, subscribe. Like subscribe, it. Share like it. Like it. Uh, hit the button. Notification bell button. Everything. Okay. Thank y'all so much. Go check out all um, the podcasts. We got 
pillow the talk. Podcasts. We have not and it, podcasts is, is not a word. I think podcasts is a both podcasts. Both podcasts. Well, pillow talk, night night, chop it up, unpack this. What else one you got? Night night is on Patreon. Patreon. So, Patreon.com slash moments with small the moments. Small fee. Small fee. Small, you get just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just some, some little. Other stuff going it ain't on. even a whole sandwich. Money. Not not in 2021. Not in 2021. Sandwiches is $8. Maybe a now. soda. Uh, maybe, and some chips. Uh, but yeah, so go. The website has, you know, the links to everything, and we just appreciate y'all. We so really do. Talk really about do. those things, y'all, so y'all can get those self esteems up and steam steam up. Um, speaking of self esteem, y'all, we about to start back exercising. It's gonna be a whole riot in these streets, y'all. And so we gonna bring y'all along Ooh, too. We gonna get y'all um, some of it. We gonna have to see at the beginning. It's, it's, we gonna take before pictures, and then we gonna do you know for so long and. See what our goals are and, you know, do after and in between and all that kind of so stuff. So our main goal is to be healthy and live a long time. Yeah, but I do want to lose this tummy, y'all. We got to get these hearts and these veins and these organs. We got to get them right. You know, I understand that I can't not eat. And then when I eat, eat the wrong things and all this stuff. So we, we just trying to do better, man. Hey, man. We just trying to do better on purpose. That's it. So we are going to... Do it. Y'all pray for us, Jesus. We already all right. We start this Thursday. This has been, thank y'all so much. They say you're welcome. From the bottom of my heart. This has been Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Mm, I'm his wife, y'all. Hey. She fine, too. Good night, y'all. Thank y'all so much. With your leather, she got the panther. This is not no panther. The leather, the cheetah. leopard. Wear something. Cheetah. Wear something like an ordinary couple. Say the line, homie. We something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Peace out, y'all. Night, night. Y'all.